You are listening to the Good Day Wellness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to boosting your mood. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I'm here to support you on the way to calming your mind and nourishing all aspects of your life. Together, we can bridge the connection between body and mind and make every day a good day. Hello, everyone. I wanted to drop a bonus episode because this year has been a lot. There has been so many changes, so much happening in the world, so many ups and downs. So I just wanted to wrap up the year in a way that will give you some tools, lessons, and some hope for a better and thriving 2024. I'm also going to share some of the biggest lessons that I have learned so far and shed some light on some really special moments that I'm super grateful for. Throughout this year, I have experienced more change in my life than any other year to date. I left my long-term jobs. I went on a reality TV show. I stopped my business altogether and then had to start it back up again. I started this podcast and did new things and took on new opportunities that I have only ever dreamt of. So let me break a few things down for you and hopefully inspire you to make some positive changes in 2024 that are going to boost your mood. Now, the tip of this day is the whole episode. So strap yourselves in and let's get into it. This is four lessons that will change your life in 2024 that I have learnt this year. Number one is doing things that make you feel the most uncomfortable and are the most scary and risk-worthy are usually what pay off the most. For me, this was leaving a long-term secure job with a company that I guess was kind of like a big deal in the health space. And I was basically like front and center of this business for a really long time. I worked there for years. I had a great position there. I worked with some amazing girls that I now call my friends. And it was a pretty cruisy job. It was fun and creative and flexible, which, you know, they're all the things we look for in a job, right? But I guess deep down, I always knew that I wanted more and I knew that I wouldn't get it being at this workplace because, you know, I've I've got that independence in me. I've always wanted to do my own thing. So I guess what that led to was me starting to kind of resent the job, resent the environment because, you know... I didn't really love what I was doing at that time because of, you know, I just feeling that way. And and I think, you know, that is such a negative place to be in, you know, when you're going to work and you're feeling resentful and that can make you feel really stuck. And I felt really stuck because I knew I had a really good agreement there. I liked the lifestyle this job gave me. So I knew that leaving would just be a huge risk and a big challenge. And I thought, no, I don't even want to cross that bridge. That's too much to think about. So I put it off. I kept putting it off, putting it off for as long as I could. But it's funny how the universe works because I feel like sometimes we think we're not ready for something. You know, our mind will tell us, no, 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 stay in your safe place. 
but the universe will have other plans. And I felt like that is what happened for me at this workplace. I knew deep down I would never have the balls to leave. So the universe started putting situations in place for me that didn't really give me any choice but to part ways. This is where MasterChef enters the chat. And of course, I had to say goodbye to literally everything else because while I went on this once in a lifetime experience, I obviously had to give it a red hot shot and give it all my attention. Being away for so many months really opened my eyes to what my values are and what I truly wanted in a career. So when I got back from MasterChef, I just decided to stay unemployed and work on myself and figure it all out as I went, which, you know, seemed like such an easy plan at the start. Um, But this was wild because, you know, I've always been employed. And as well as being employed, I've always had freelance work on the side from one or two other companies. So, you know, it was... I always had security, which was nice. So not having any income at all for months at a time was seriously something so scary and I just felt so uncomfortable and, you know, there were so many times when I came back and I thought, oh, my God, just go get a job, go do something else because, you know, this isn't going to work, you can't do it. But it was in those moments that I had to just stop and say, okay, but what are your values? What do you really want in life? Maybe taking this risk is actually going to pay off. And I just always held, you know, for this whole year, I've always held that in mind. But, you know, it was this crazy change. It was saying yes to a wild experience and saying goodbye to something that no longer served me, that it actually did change the course of my life. It opened me up to experiences that I only dreamt of. In these last 12 months, I have been on a cooking TV show, which has been on my vision board for years, and I'll share a little bit about that soon. I had dinner with Jamie Oliver, of all people, which is just mind-blowing. I have sold almost all of my journals. I have been able to work with countless amazing brands that I have followed for years and looked up to and only hoped of working with. I've been able to host and sell out events. You know, it's just been such a pinch me year with so many beautiful moments. So what I'm saying here is if I never took that risk and did something differently to my everyday comfortable life, I would have never experienced any of those things. So in 2024, make this the year that you say yes to the things that scare you. Listen and look for the signs when the universe is trying to speak with you and put yourself outside of your comfort zone as often as you can, because I guarantee that's where the magic happens. And that's when you make yourself feel really, really proud. So I've put myself outside of my comfort zone countless times this year. And at the start of, you know, all of those moments, I've told myself, don't do it. This is crazy. You can't do this or I'm too shy or whatever it is. Um, And then it's turned out to be great, totally fine. I've met amazing people and it's opened up more opportunities and more jobs for me. So, you know, I hope that, you know, especially if you are someone who is a freelancer, you work for yourself, you are a content creator, you are doing something that requires you to grow a platform. I hope that this lesson that I learned of getting out of your comfort zone, doing things that are really scary, taking that risk, you know, 
throwing everything aside and saying, no, I'm going to do this, getting rid of that stability, just do it because what's the worst that can happen? You know, for me, the worst thing that could have happened was I could have gone and asked for my job back or gone and worked somewhere else. But I didn't have to do that. So, you know, I think this year, this coming year, make it a year that you make yourself proud, do things that scare you and get out of your comfort zone. Now, my next lesson is dream big, manifest and do all the woo-woo things that make your dreams come true. Have a vision and go for it. How often do we stop ourselves from dreaming, from visualizing a wildly successful life to doing weird but wonderful practices because we have been told that it's just woo-woo and weird and you shouldn't do that and whatever else? A lot, I know. I have been told that a lot. But the point I want to make here is that there is nothing wrong with dreaming, with manifesting, with doing things in your own way and doing what you need to do to have a clear vision and an end goal. Don't listen to what other people say all the time and do things your own way. Success can be formed in many wonderful ways that are so unique to you. I think the most motivating and forward-thinking thing you can do to create a successful life for yourself is having a clear vision on what exactly it looks like and what it feels like on every level and really feel that in your body, in every cell of your body. Have that deep belief that it will work out no matter what and you will be successful in whatever way that looks for you. And I think that essentially is what manifesting does. It helps you to get so clear on what you want. And manifesting looks different to everyone. There's so many different forms. So don't feel weird for doing it. Don't feel like it's a wrong thing to do. You know, if it's going to help you get clear and have a vision, go for it. Having this hope, these dreams and feelings of those emotions is not a bad thing at all. It's helping you move forward. It's helping you want it even more. And it's helping you manifest it in every way possible. Because if you feel it in your body, if you can visualize it, you can see it and you can feel it, it is in one way, it's going to happen. So now some of the weird and wonderful things that I have done that I'm going to be doing a lot more next year include, I thought I would share a couple with you just to give you a little bit of inspiration or maybe just to clarify what I'm talking about. But um, one of the biggest things that I love doing, especially at the start of a year, is creating a vision board for myself. So I have done this countless times and I think they are so incredibly powerful. If I have to show you my vision board that I made two years ago, you will find on there, amongst other things, a picture of Jamie Oliver, a picture of My Market Kitchen, which is the TV show that I was on this year, a picture of the car that I currently drive and the cover of the magazines that I have been featured in this year. So all the things which have happened for me and come to life within the past 12 months, all things which I only dreamt of when I first put this vision board together two years ago. So, you know, 
I feel like there's something there, right? There's There has to be some sort of magic there. So if you are wondering how to make one, here is what I do. So what I do to make a vision board is I will go on Google, I will look up all the things that I have only dreamt of and, you know, things that I really desire, whether that's a relationship thing, a, a lifestyle, a career goal or a travel goal, whatever it is. I'll go on Google, find a beautiful picture, I'll print them off, I'll cut them out and then I'll stick them to a book board. And what I will do is I'll focus on this board for a good 24 hours. You know, I'll really put it somewhere where I can look at it and I'll connect with everything on that board and really try and picture how I would feel, how my life would look and, you know, what my life would be like if I actually had these things in my life. So once I've done that for about 24 hours, what I'll do is I'll get the board and I'll put it away. So I'll put it, you know, in my cupboard somewhere where I don't have to see it every day. And then I'll just have this trust that the universe is going to do its thing and, you know, work its magic and hope that it will come true for me. And, you know, I just feel like doing that at the start of a year. I know it sounds a bit weird, but it's like you picture everything and you get so inspired. You feel so motivated and it really reminds you what you want in life. And, you know, if you put all these beautiful things on there, like, you know, I put a car on there. I obviously have to work hard now to generate the income so I can buy the car. You know, it's not just like you do it and then you leave it and then you sit at home and you wait. It's no, it's giving you motivation and inspiration to think, okay, these are the things I truly want in my life. And now that I know what they are and I'm clear on those things, I'm going to go and do all the work to make them happen. And, you know, I've really felt like this has worked for me as I've seen things come to life after making a vision board. So another great thing that I do to manifest is I will manifest on a new moon. So I write down something I want to achieve in a brief but but very specific sentence. When the new moon has risen, I'll go outside and burn it. And, you know, I would just have this faith that, you know, the universe is doing its thing. It's going to come true. I feel like it's a really magical time. You know, when there's a new moon, I'll use my ride it, burn it and let it go notebook. And, you know, I'll just kind of let it go and I'll put it out there into the universe and hope that it comes back to me. Um, I will actually share a little, I don't know, maybe it's just a coincidence, but I don't know. i before I even auditioned to go on MasterChef, so before I even knew I was going to be on the show or any of that, I wrote down, I'm so happy and proud of myself because I have just made the top 10 of MasterChef Australia. And then I manifested that on a new moon. And then I, you know, I auditioned and I did all of that and I kept getting through. I made it on the show. I made it to top 10. I actually made it to the top six. So, you know, I do feel like just having that vision and having that faith, it does help along the way. So, you know, you can believe what you want to believe, but I do feel like these little moments do play a bit of a role. Now, don't get me wrong here. If you want anything in life, you have to work your ass off. So nothing is by luck, by chance, and nothing is just going to fall in your lap. But if you have the right intention and your vision is clear, if you know what your goals are and what your why is, I believe you can get there with all the hard work along the way because these woo-woo practices, they can really help you to keep your vision and have your faith. And that is just one piece of the puzzle to the success of your life. So dream big and 
and know that it is going to happen for you and just go for it. So number three is, this is a really big one and probably the biggest lesson I learned this year, which is a bit funny because I'm a nutritionist and I should know this. But anyway, if you compromise your health and fitness, you are compromising everything else. At the end of last year and the start of this year, I let my health and fitness routines take the back burner. I had other things to focus on. So I decided that my energy would be better spent on these things rather than working out and doing the mindfulness practices that I usually do. But let me tell you, this was a huge mistake. When you compromise your health and fitness, you are compromising literally everything else. Personally, for me, it was a bit of a snowball effect. I wasn't exercising, so my eating patterns changed. I wasn't taking my supplements. And because of this, I just wasn't as interested or as focused in my health because, to be honest, I think I was just trying not to think about it because I knew I wasn't doing what was best for my body. So I kind of just wanted to block it out. But after doing that for months, I gained weight. I lost confidence in myself. I was so unfit that my body was experiencing aches and pains that it never had before. My gut health was absolutely terrible. I was bloated all the time. My skin started to break out and then I was experiencing really low energy every day. So that meant my anxiety was higher. I couldn't focus or concentrate because, you know, my brain was constantly foggy and I just felt like shit. Honestly, that is the best way to put it. Now, this impacted everything, my work, my relationships, my mood, my motivation and drive. And I struggled doing all the things that I once loved doing. So not only did my health and wellness take the back burner, but so did literally everything else. And this taught me the importance of balance. Sometimes in life, your circumstances will change and life will be crazy busy, but you won't know what to do and what to prioritize. And this is where you should embrace change. I did talk about this in a previous episode on the podcast. I touched on it a bit. So you'll have to go listen to that one as well. But embrace doing things differently. So for example, you know, I wasn't working out five times a week doing the HIIT workouts that I usually would do, which I loved, but instead I should have just maybe gone to three times a week and doing something like low resistance training or going for a walk. And instead of cooking beautiful, vibrant meals every day, like I would normally do if I didn't have the energy or time, I could have looked at other options like wholesome home delivery services and, you know, meal prep and all those beautiful things. So I think it's about shifting your perspective and understanding that life is going to change, but your health and wellness routines should always be a priority. You know, they should always be front and center and you should always make the time and effort for them because it's, you know, all these simple things, they they don't take much time at all. But sometimes we get so overwhelmed, we find it hard to prioritize and change certain things. And you don't always need to be at the same level doing the exact same thing throughout your entire life. You can change, you can adapt, you can be flexible. And, you know, your body will love you and appreciate you for that. And so will your mind. And therefore, that's going to benefit your career, your relationships, your health goals, everything else. So I guess this comes back to not being hard on yourself and not having the all or nothing approach. Your health is a priority and should always be number one. This was, like I said, one of the biggest lessons that I learned this year, and I will be taking this with me 
into my future every year, no matter what I've got going on in my life, I will constantly make an effort and make it a priority to, you know, look at ways to nurture my body, to exercise, to move, to practice mindfulness, because I've seen what can happen when you do those things and then you stop and then you try and start again. It's really hard. So yeah, big lesson there, guys. Um, Now, the last lesson that I want to share with you all is a really big one that I hope we can all take into 2024 because I think it plays a massive role in our overall life, fitness, success, and career. And it is the only person you should be competing with is yourself. And trust me, this is something that I'm also going to be really working on next year. It takes so much energy to keep up to date with every everyone else. Compare yourself and compete with other people in your industry. The reality is someone is going to be better at a certain thing than you are. Someone else is going to have more experience than you. And sometimes the jobs you want will go to someone who is not you. Now you can either sit around feeling sorry for yourself, feeling jealousy and envy and making up dumb excuses to justify why someone else may be doing well for themselves. Like, for example, saying it's because they're pretty or it's because they're young or old or whatever it may be. But none of that bullshit is going to get you any step closer to achieving the goals and dreams that you have for yourself. If you look at the most successful people in the world, do you honestly think they spend their days looking at every other person in their field comparing every last thing? No, because they are busy and focused on their own success. And this is why successful people are successful because they don't let small things and small minds bother them. Stay in your lane, focus on being 1% better each and every day, have a clear vision and do what you have to do to make it work. Comparison and competition will only take you backwards, not help you move forward. Even when you feel those moments of jealousy, because it it will happen. We are only humans. It is a natural emotion to feel things like jealousy, but acknowledge it and know that you're having those emotions and they've arised because you want something really bad because you're working so hard for something. And it's normal to feel moments of jealousy. But I think what you need to do is instead of taking it to that next level and start bringing people down and start being nasty and start tearing down someone else's success, you need to take a look at yourself and be like, okay, I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling a bit insecure right now. And, you know, what can I do? How can I work harder? How can I make this happen for myself, you know, without taking away from what this person has achieved? And trust me, I've had my moments where I have to do that. I work in a very competitive industry, whether it's with my podcast, with my nutrition consulting, with my online e-com store, or with my content creation. There are so many other individuals and businesses that are killing it a lot more than me. And it's so easy for me to get online and start scrolling through saying, oh my God, she's doing so much better than me. Her content looks better than mine. Why can't I be like that? It's so easy to do that. And then you fill yourself up with these emotions of jealousy and envy and insecurity. And it just takes you so far away from what your goal is and takes you so far away from actually working on it. Because I know for myself, when I get in that headspace of comparing and comparison, 
I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like working, but it's now I'm trying so hard to shift that. And the moment I feel those emotions come up, I get my journal out and I say, okay, let's write a to-do list. Let's write three things that I can do that I can focus on right now or tomorrow or whenever it may be to make me feel like I'm doing the work to get to where I need to be. Okay. So instead of, yeah, putting others down, really realign your goals and your dreams and, and you can do it. There is enough success for everyone. We will all have our moment. I will have my moment. You will have your moment and we will all shine and be on the pedestal whenever we need to be on it. Okay. So, you know, just have it, have that faith, you know, manifest and know that your time will come. So put all that energy back into you and just know that it all comes down to how bad you want something. So before this year is done, I want you to grab your good day journal and I want you to write a list of not one, not five, but 52 things that you are grateful for. Moments that made you smile, moments that made you proud. That is one thing every week of this year. And what has been a weird and wild year with moments of gratitude for the special moments you achieved and allow that to be the energy that you bring in to 2024. Now, I just want to quickly take a moment now to thank each and every one of you for joining me on this journey. Having your support, your love and commitment has seriously meant the world to me. And on days where I don't feel good and my anxiety is really high, I know that I have the most beautiful community behind me who I can share my love for food, nutrition, mindfulness and life in general with. And that makes it all worth it. You are all amazing and you impact my life so much just for supporting me. And I'm so, so grateful. I love you all so much. Thank you for coming along this journey for me. Thank you for jumping on board. If you're a newcomer this year, thank you so much. It's been a crazy year and I really can't wait for 2024 and to do more exciting things with you all. I am wishing you all a safe and beautiful start to the new year. Please make sure before you go, can you please like, share and leave me a nice review because that is what helps me grow allows me to continue to make more of these episodes for you all and get some awesome guests on the show. So if you're listening on Spotify, go and tick the five stars. And if you are listening on Apple Podcast, you can actually write a nice review and leave five stars. So go ahead and do it. It would mean the world to me. I love you guys. I will see you back here next year with more mood boosting episodes. I love you all. Mwah.